is Aaron Boone to lead off. His first at bat of the game. There's a fly ball deep to left. It's on its way. There it goes. And the Yankees are going to the World Series. Aaron Boone has hit a home run. The Yankees go to the World Series for the 39th time in their remarkable history. Into right well hit. Back at the wall. It's off the wall. One run scores. Here comes Buckman. Freeze has tied it. 7-7. Unbelievable. Hit well out to right center field. Jones still on the move, running out of room, and he makes it! everybody it is your first edition of the world series preview for bush league banter i'll be your host today alex Shaw, and i'm here with my friends and co-host cleo searcy and rollin kimball the stage is set fellas dodgers red Sox. what do you think about this world series coming up um it's not uh obviously not what i had you know in mind for uh, this World Series here this year, but I mean, at the end of the day, um, with the Red Sox making it all the way through the American League, um, you know, this postseason, I guess it really just shows the consistent team that they've been all year. Um, I don't really think there's much to say. You know, I mean, they pull out 108 wins in the regular season and have really just, you know, st- I guess you could say steamrolled their way through this postseason, to be honest. Um, I mean, I know you're a Yankees fan, but you know it could have, the series could have gone a lot of different ways. And in my opinion, um, I, I just think that the Red Sox I, I, it was just unreal, really, to see what they've done. And the Dodgers, um, you know, I, I don't know, man, I, I can't stand the Dodgers. So um, to see them in the postseason uh, again, you know, for the second year in a row, for them to be the National League West champion for six, you know, the sixth straight year. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be a pretty boring World Series because I just, I just don't think it was what I was expecting. So, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of what baseball wanted. Uh, I think baseball is kind of freaking out a little bit when they thought about the idea that it could be uh, Astros Brewers, um, middle of the country. Uh, I mean, obviously nothing uh, against any of the Central League teams out there, but. Um, and I guess technically the Astros are a West Coast team, but I still kind of think of them as a as a the NL Central or Central uh, America team. And it, to have the Red Sox and the Dodgers going at it, uh, it kind of it's coast coast versus coast. Um, I think it's going to be better for viewership. Um, so I think baseball is happy with it. Um, I, I, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I mean, I think there's there's some good matchups to watch uh, besides just the, the whole 25 man rosters. Uh, going at it. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not happy. I don't like it. I hate both the teams. But they are the two best teams, um, you know, in baseball this year in their respective divisions. The Dodgers, uh, okay, I I won't go as far as to say that the Dodgers were the best team in the NL. But um, I think as far as roster and talent and depth, they they are definitely one of the top teams in the NL. Um, as they've proven year in and year out. So to see them back in the World Series again this year, it's disappointing to me to say that they are my last hope to beat the Red Sox. Uh, They are not what I wanted or where I want to be putting my trust, but at this point I 
have no other option. So that's it. I'm really going to be all on board with the Dodgers in the next couple games. I hope Kershaw and Ryu throw two perfect games back-to-back. Obviously not going to happen, but um, I think Kershaw can out-duel Sale, and I think Ryu can definitely beat David Price, him in his one playoff win all-time that he can now finally hang his head on because he got it after 500 games. Um I think that the Dodgers pitching matches up well against the Red Sox, but I've said that in series past and obviously has not worked out very well. But, you know, this is it. It's the World Series. It's going to be fun to watch just because it is the World Series. You know, it's the last series of the year. Next four to seven games. It's fun for baseball. It's just the two teams that I don't want to see in it. So. Well, I'll be I'll be honest. I mean, you know, I obviously I picked the Brewers to not only get to the World Series but to win it all. But uh, it really just shows that you know it's still it's still a pitching it's still a pitching league in my opinion. I mean, the Brewers don't don't get me wrong. You know, their bullpen, their back half of that bullpen is nasty, but they just didn't have the, you know the starting pitching when it comes down to a seven game series. You know, against the team that's going to roll out Kershaw and Ryu. And Walker Bueller, who's been absolutely phenomenal for them, um, not this just this year, but just this postseason so far. And then you roll out Rich Hill or, you know, really turn it back over to Kershaw. I mean, they've had, I mean, just as far as the starting rotation, looking back in that NLCS there, I mean, you know, I liked what Craig Council did. I mean, you, you, you win, you win and you die with that pin. And um, I just feel like their starting rotation didn't give them enough at the end of the day really to be – competitive in that you know in that series now granted you know they can go up and they can score all the runs in the world but you know you look at the Dodgers you get you know one good game out of Kershaw or maybe a decent game out of Walker Bueller and um you know you're not now you're saying well what the hell like what can we do you know how can we shut this team down well you know you you get a game where you know Josh Hader isn't throwing and then here comes LA and you know they steal a game in Milwaukee and it's just uh the Dodgers starting rotation is really I think it's going to be what keeps them in this series with uh, with the Red Sox as we all know the Red Sox lineup um, it's both lineups in my opinion are, are very potent it can you know can break out at any time um, you know so it, it's going to be fun um, I think it's great for baseball you know like you said Rollin uh, the East Coast versus the West Coast two of the more historic teams in baseball you know back in the World Series it's just they don't play the style of baseball that everyone likes to see, I guess, you know. So I I I do agree with you in as far as like the Dodgers. I'm not gonna say that the Dodgers rotation is going to, you know, I think that they're going to be the the biggest focal point of this entire thing. Um, mostly because there are a lot of right handed hitters on the Boston Red Sox. So they do match up well since Kershaw and Ryu, who are obviously the top two, um, are both left handed pitchers. I don't I don't think that that's going to play as big of a role with Kershaw just because we've seen how dominant he can be. Um, you know, and I'm seeing reports of him last night. It's 40 degrees and he's in a cutoff, you know, just going through a bullpen. He's not pitching or anything, or he's not, he doesn't have a ball, but just getting, you know, visualization and, and going through his motion. Um, and everybody's, you know, praising him. That's the guy that wants to win. I don't think there's been any doubt that Kershaw has been you know, a top five pitcher in baseball the last five, six years, you know, around his injuries, of course. But I think that the Dodgers have had enough of this drought 
and you know the expectation has been there they have that high payroll it's you know top three if it's not number one in baseball um, for the payroll so this is an expectation at this point it's they've finally lived up to the expectation of getting back to the World Series but they fell short last year and that Astros team just had a lot of magic the Red Sox team this year has a lot of magic but I think that the Dodgers have had enough of it and that rally cry of the city of ending the drought is going to be enough to push them in um, it's obviously nowhere near what the Cubs did but it's a similar circumstance right. and, and, and I think it plays a lot into that uh, Boston definitely has some guys that have had postseason experience postseason success um, but they don't have a whole lot of World Series experience um, on their team uh, I know Dustin Pedroia has some and, and I believe David Price has made it to the, the World Series also but I mean, you have to realize that Dodgers were there you know, a year ago in the same situation, and it's for the most part, it's, it's a very similar lineup to what they were throwing out there last year with a couple of key additions like Machado. Um, but th- they have that experience, and I think that's really going to help them uh, this series. Or It, it, it won't hurt them. Um, I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, I mean, they ran into a buzzsaw last year with um, Houston, but that series was close. I mean, the whole, oh, yeah. the whole series was – I mean, it came down – it came to, down to the last couple innings. So um, I think that's going to help them going forward this year. Well, I think another big thing that's helping out, that's helped out L.A. so far has really been the back half of their bullpen. You know, we, we talked about it toward the end of the regular season with Kinley Jansen coming off of, you know, he had that, that heart condition that really, you know, kind of, I, I, would, I would assume worried, you know, half the, um, half the organization, but has really kind of come into himself in the last few games out in Milwaukee and um, in that NLCS series. But, uh no, not just – I don't even know who the hell's at the back of that pin. I know they've got Madsen. I know they've got uh, – Kenta Maeda. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just guys everywhere that have really just been able to be consistent for them. Um, and you're talking about guys who not – you know, not just guys that are just bursting onto the scene, you know. Obviously, Maeda was a big, you know, key addition for them a few years ago. And to have him in the back part of your bullpen, um, you know, especially with him going through your postseason run with you last year – um, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of postseason experience there, especially you know being in a seven game series with the Astros last year. Um, there's a lot of experience there, and then like you mentioned, the the key acquisitions of Machado and um, you know you've got Dozier. I see Dozier starting at second base tonight, which is kind of throwing me off. But uh, you know, they're, they're just key additions everywhere, and David Freese is doing what um, you know a clutch David Freese did back in 2011 for the Cardinals, and Justin Turner's being Justin Turner and you know, it's it's a fun lineup to watch, really. I mean, I don't like the Dodgers at all, but it's really just a fun, like, top to bottom, a solid lineup. I mean, you've got Yasiel Puig hitting in the eight-hole tonight. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, it's not going to be easy for Chris Sale. I mean, I know he's dominant. I know he's pitching in Boston, and, you know, it's it's not going to be easy. I mean, this lineup's got a lot of firepower, and same for Kershaw. It's not going to be easy, so... Um, We'll see. You know, obviously my predictions are wrong. I think, Rollin, you were the only one. Did you have L.A. going to the World Series, right? Yeah, I had L.A. winning the World Series, actually. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still technically in you're it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. Still, you're still rolling tough in there. So that's, um, like I said, you know, I, my team's obviously been out of it for a long time, and I'm in it for baseball now. But uh, I guess I'm pulling for a good series at this yeah. point. I mean, if you can't tell by the tone of my voice, I'm still dead inside and trying to recover. Um, which is two weeks later now or more. Um, so I, I let's start talking about, I guess, a little bit of who we think are going to be some of the key players in this series. 
Um, I personally just feel like, and again, I'm going to keep, the, to me, the Red Sox have been the best team in baseball all year. They have been. We've said it, you know, and I don't, I don't know very many people that would argue that. Um, top to bottom, the depth and everything. So I think that that's what makes, you know, the players to watch come from the Dodgers side because a lot of their success will have to roll around that. So I think that's why the focal point is really on the Dodgers uh, starting pitching because, you know, if, if they collapse the series, are gonna, they're going to get swept and it's going to be over quick. But, you know, if they're able to hold strong, the person that I'd like to see – um, you know, have that success and really be that X factor for the Dodgers, and I think it comes from their depth, is Chris Taylor. It seemed like last year he did the same thing, you know. It's just one of those guys that has that it factor, that clutch gene that you need to see in the big situations, and he's going to be able to do that for you. So I think Chris Taylor is going to be the player to watch in this series. Um, you know, hopefully he goes – 10 for 10 with 10 home runs, but I'm going to keep ex- over-exaggerating everything because I hate the Red Sox that much. It's He's just going to be my player to watch. So, Cleo, if you had to give one player in the series who's going to be the guy to, uh, to really kick things into action for either team. So, I, I hate to pick just one. Um, so, I'm going to go – I'll start off with the Dodgers here. And I'm looking at the lineup tonight, and I mentioned it earlier with Dozier starting – leading off and playing second base and I'm not seeing Bellinger's name in there and I know it's for matchup reasons but wasn't he the the NLCS MVP uh Cody Bellinger uh, I believe he was right so I'm trying to figure out you know I, you know I guess I, I understand he can come off the bench I know it's Chris Sale starting and matchups 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 but Dozier I don't think he played at all last series I don't know when the last time he got in the game um, so if they're gonna if they're gonna roll with him in a series where they're gonna see a few lefties and Dozier for me is gonna be, you know he's gonna be my key player for the Dodgers. Yes, you know he's gonna lock down. He's gonna play great second base. He's gonna do his job. But if they're gonna have him at the top of the lineup, you know as a right-handed bat, you know to try and jumpstart that lineup, um, then he's gonna be my guy. Um, he's got to do it. Obviously, he's you know he's got the 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 stats and everything to back him up as to him being one of the. You know, one of the better power-hitting second basemen in the league. But, you know, really since he's gotten to the Dodgers, he hasn't done much. Um, you know, he hasn't done anything. So, for me, I guess Brian Dozier in that in that second base position as a right-handed bat off the bench for them um, is a big, uh, you know, he, he's one of the guys that I'll be watching here tonight. And I guess, assuming through the series, because they're not just going to see Chris Sale, you've got to go David Price. And we'll see. We'll see. So that's my guy for the Dodgers. And, Rollin, if you want to go, uh, go ahead, and then I'll uh, I'll go back to the Red Sox here in a sec. Yeah, I would say um, kind of another under-the-radar guy, <coughs> not not one of the big uh, big three or four for the Dodgers, is uh, Kike Hernandez. Yep. Um, I see he's in there playing center field tonight, but he's going to move around. You, you'll probably see him play at least two or three positions during the series. Um, I, I honestly see him starting every single game that they play in, uh, barring some sort of – crazy matchup that I don't know about, but he's been um, very steady for them. And he has some of like the craziest splits with like guys in scoring position versus being up with nobody on. Like he has like 19 home runs with nobody on and like three home runs with runners on base, but he's hitting like 310 or something ridiculous with runners on. He's, he like completely changes his approach when, when he gets guys on and, uh, he kind of plays that very National League style ball where, you know, get the guy on, get the guy over, uh, get the guy in. And I think he, you'll see him hopefully come through with a, a couple of uh, key hits in the series. Um, I, I 
would think we'll probably see him in that. I think tonight he's hitting seventh, but um, see him in that seventh, eighth hole um, with some guys on and uh, hopefully getting him in or getting him over. Cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, he's definitely going to be, you know, when we say, you know, guys to watch, anybody can pick a Machado and a Betts and, you know, the, the bigger names. Um, but it is going to come down to the depth of your team because that's when you're going to get into the late, you know, and especially once they're back in L.A., like the late inning pinch hits with, uh, you know, working on your pitching and managing a bullpen. Obviously, the Dodgers have the advantage there because they've been, you know, dealing with the, the DH or the NL not having the DH all year. And Kike Hernandez is one of those guys that will provide that spark. And he's someone that, you know, is, is just a dude. And we've kind of, you know, touched on that as well. It's one of those guys that wants to be at the ballpark, loves playing the game of baseball, and gives that extra spark to your team to really be a catalyst to unlock, you know, that's that rally that you need with two outs or something. You know, gets on and steals a base. And that ener- you feel the energy and that's what's going to take those teams to the next level, and that's what you have to have to win postseason baseball games, like that clutch gene. And I think Kike Hernandez has it as well as Chris Taylor. I do agree with that. I think they're very they're, they're two very similar players. I mean, they both play wherever. They both they both got a little pop um, right there in that middle to the bottom of the lineup. So, um, like you know, both of you mentioned both of them. They were you know top three on my list for guys to mention, but. I'm gonna move over to the Red Sox. I know that they've had the you know the big 108 win season and they've um, really ran through this postseason as I mentioned earlier. But my guy for the Red Sox, you know, obviously he he's not an underdog by any means, but my guy is gonna be Jackie Bradley Jr. Can he keep up what he did in that series against Houston? And if he does, I think it's gonna be phenomenal. You know, because rolling, I mean. Think about it. Being in the American League um, ballpark and having the DH, I mean, you're literally rolling right back into Mookie Betts, Benintendi, tonight Steve Pierce, J.D. I mean, you're rolling, you're getting on base for these guys at the top of the lineup that have really been there to do it all season. You know, may, it may change when you get into a National League ballpark, which will be interesting to see what the Red Sox do there. Um, but for me, it's JBJ. I mean, can he, can he, it, he doesn't have to go and hit the home runs and the walk-offs and this and that. But can he just get on base? I mean, just do his job, produce, you know, good at bats, things like that. That's going to be what I'm looking for. Um, obviously, you've got your big names at the top of the lineup. And then, I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how uh, Alex Cora manages that because, um, you know, you can't take him out of the lineup. Even though he really – he's kind of struggled a little bit. You struggled in the beginning of the regular season. But this postseason, I mean, Jackie Bradley's been um, – I mean, hell, he's done it all. You know, he's done it all. Yeah. So I, I think another, you know, point to kind of focus on there is he he is that hot and cold player, um, but he is on that hot streak. So, again, we will need to watch for how long they go. But, again, if we're going back to the matchups, both teams are starting first basemen that are not their typical starters because of the matchups. The Dodgers have David Freese in there. And Boston, I know that Steve Pierce does play a, a pretty good amount, but I would say that Mitch Moreland, um, you know, gets the majority of the reps, obviously, against the right-hander. So it'll be another focal point because they're both in the three-hole. So David Freese has that postseason experience, uh, probably the only joy Khalil's had in the postseason for the last ten years. And Why you know, that? <laughs> when was last? He, he was the one that propelled you guys what year was that well, i guess it was more than 10 years ago now what was it like it was 06 2011 oh it was yeah. 2011 the cardinals not, were in the world series in 13 feels like 
Feels like forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time y'all were in the World Series? Yeah. Mm, probably '09. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that was the last time. Did you guys win that year? Right. We did. Yes. All right. Well, the Cardinals won in '11. So who's got the most recent World Series title? You guys. Stop the Braves. Continue. How, how did that get? Shut how did that get pushed <laughs> back on me? You're gonna tell me that somebody <laughs> other than David Freese did that? No, David Freese did do that. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. It was one ten years ago. It was yeah, seven well, years ago. It was seven years ago. But how is that my only joy in the postseason? In the last, I mean, what? What have they done since then? I mean, I said one, we were we were in the postseason in 2013. We were in the postseason, and I mean, what what do you mean? What have we done? What is the postseason success recently? I mean, okay, in the last, what, two years? No, we haven't made the postseason. We just won 100 games in 2016. Yeah. I mean, and we lost to the fucking Cubs who ended up winning the World Series. I mean, what? What? Is going, <laughs> what is happening right now? I'm just saying David Freese is the last one that's done something of relevance for you guys in the postseason. Okay, well, okay. Who's the last person to do something of relevance for you guys? Judge hit, like, 400 in the postseason this year. And Nathan Avaldi shut you out, so. He did. <laughs> I know we're gonna we're gonna keep getting back on this. I'm just I'm just pointing out the fact that it was David Freeze. I don't know how okay. this. I wasn't saying that the Yankees had more postseason success than the Cubs recently. I never Cardinals. said that or the Cardinals. But you know, I was just saying David Freeze was that guy. Well, he's Sorry not on the Cardinals anymore, so I don't. He hasn't well, been on the Cardinals for like five years. I don't. I, mean, I know he's been bouncing around, but I'm just saying that's the postseason guy that you. I don't give a fuck you, about David Freeze. <laughs> Without David Freeze, you guys don't go to the World Series. Okay, well, what is he? What has he done for me lately? He hasn't been on your team. There's nothing for him to do. That's my all right. So that's what I'm saying. All I'm I don't trying care to say is David Freeze. I know you don't. All I'm trying to say is that that when when people think of David Freeze, they think of that with the Cardinals. Do I agree not? with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, so, as a as, so a, as gonna, a third party, right? Yes. So that's gonna. So he's the person. He's hitting three hole tonight. Can he? repeat his heroics that no. was all i was trying to get he, at i mean he, he let off after... he let off in like game six against the brewers well i understand that hit a home run big home run i yes i know that's the most recent thing i think about because he's not in cardinal red he's in dodger blue all right we'll all get right. away from him because that's obviously <laughs> a sore subject for whatever reason and Steve Pierce on the other side of it. So, we might as well go ahead and rally into it. Give me your prediction for the series, games, do, winners. Do I not get a uh, do I not get a pick for my uh, person to watch for on uh, the Red Sox? No, because I'm not going to give one because okay. I don't care about the well, Red Sox. Okay. I was going to go Nathan Evaldi honestly, um, but I, 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 I didn't want to hurt your feelings. So I was going to do Nathan Evaldi slash David Price. Um, I mean, it's obviously I, I important. David Price, but it, it, it's important to to look at the position players. But I mean, the pitching can win you and lose you a game real quick. And with both those guys, um, they can either be really good or really bad, um, and that those games can be over quick um, if they're really bad. So. Um, it looks like Price will probably start game two um, in Boston. And then Ovaldi, uh, I would assume, will start game three in uh, L.A. So um, I think those are going to be – those are my two guys to watch. I mean, if you can get five or six innings out of them, that's awesome. If you get one or two, you're probably not going to win those games. So I don't even know. I, I think that they have to go six. I'm not even sure with five that the depth in the, in the Boston bullpen is going to be able to get them through because yeah. – uh, they've just been, they've looked so shaky the entire postseason. Yeah, I mean, K- Kimbrel has been 
unbelievably shaky. I I don't think he's had a clean inning in the postseason yet. He loads the bases um, and then somehow works out of it. It's it's it's, it's incredible. It's Houdini out there. So yeah. um, I mean, he's getting the job done, kinda. Um, but how long are you gonna <laughs> rely on you can't, guys? You, you can't put guys on base in, right. in in big situations like that. Yeah. So. And and does that put doubt in Cora's mind? that you know maybe that situation does come up and it's only a one or two run game does he trust Kimbrel with the way he's been lately? yeah you have to you well have who, to. i mean who else are you gonna put out there exactly. you, you have to i mean you got to roll with what you got and i mean he has the ability to come out and you know pitch oh, four or sure. five straight for i mean sure. it's not it's not like he lost the touch or you know i mean he's missing by a little bit here and there but i mean he can definitely turn that around he's gotten some rest he's still um, getting the job done it's just not pretty Exactly, and I mean it just takes a, a small a small adjustment, maybe a little bit of rest, a uh, mental reset here. Um, and I, I think he can. I think he can bounce back. I do agree. I do agree. I, I will say though, like with you know Boston having bullpen issues, I think a big thing for them this series is going to be just trying to outscore the Dodgers. I mean that way you ain't got to you don't have to worry about the pin. And that's what they did against the Yankees. That's what they did against the Astros, to where you don't have to worry about the pin. I mean, yes, you have your pitchers that go out and they deal and they do this and that. But you look at the games where they really, you know, where they thrive and you say your pitchers are going five to seven innings. Well, guess what? They're outscoring all of their opponents. I mean, you don't have – yes, the bullpen can go in and get their work in. I mean, it's not even like they're throwing, you know, you know, high-stress pitches. They're going in. They just have to get outs. You know, yes, in the games where they're close now, not, not so sure I'm going to trust the pin. But I think if the Red Sox are going to win this series and be the champion at the end of the year, I think they need to outscore the Dodgers because the back half of the Dodgers bullpen is much better. Yeah. Much for sure. Outscoring the other team is going to be a good way to win games. Typically, yeah, it's going to, yeah. it's going to but but I'm, you know, not not trying to be like, you know, like a jackass, but like outscoring and I mean like, you know, like I know 10 runs mean. like yeah. 8 to, <laughs> 8 to 2 and 8 to 3 and stuff like that, not like 4 the, to 4 to 2. These games know? are going to be built with Boston on the offensive side of the ball and the Dodgers on the defensive side of the ball. It's going to be who can get the job done there. Well, you I just, you just be... know at any given point that either one of these teams can come out and put up a three to four run inning just like that. I mean, with, with ease. Yeah. So you're going to have, I mean, you're just going to have to get started early and often. And with, uh, you know, with, with pitchers, you know, with say, you know, your matchup tonight with sale and Kershaw and tomorrow night with who is it price and Ryu. I mean, mm-hmm. those guys are going to have to pitch, not just, be there. They're gonna have to pitch because these are two very good lineups. But but I mean, you also have to look when that when this series switches over to uh, to LA. Um, I mean, the the Red Sox have been running out, but you know the same kind of outfield the whole se- uh, the whole postseason. Oh yeah. And I mean that defense in the outfield has been phenomenal. I mean that catch by I believe it's Ben Intendi. Yeah. Uh, to 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 clinch the uh, that that game versus the uh, Astros yeah, was, was incredible. Cora's already come out and said, if there's a game in this postseason, J.D. Martinez is going to be in the lineup. Well, that yeah. means he's going to be playing one of those outfield spots. Mookie Betts is going to second base. See, I, I don't know if they put Mookie at second. I would see it because I saw a, an update on MLB that Cora said it's highly unlikely that he starts a game at second base. Not to say he won't play there. He could definitely come in. But what I see the likely move there is if J.D. is in the game, he'll obviously be in right field. They'll move Mookie Betts over to center. And at that point, it's going to really rely on how hot JBJ is. I think he will be the one to leave the lineup, but it'll just be whoever is playing better between him and Benintendi and left. 
Because yeah, you're not taking you're not taking bets out, and bets can play center just as well as anybody in baseball, probably. But how does that affect the defense in the in in the outfield completely? I mean, JD Martinez oh, well, isn't going to yeah. win. Uh, I mean, it's it's going to hurt him. And also, I mean, now you go from having nine really good bats in the lineup to having eight, and you're taking out no matter who you take out, whether it be Benintendi or Jackie Bradley. I mean, you're losing a really good bat. You're um, losing a bat it, for a pitcher. It, exactly, and it's. I mean, you would love to be able to say or not love, but you would love to have a guy like Sandy Leon maybe not have to hit or Ian Kinsler. But, um, I mean, it's going to be one of those outfielders that's that's losing at bats. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the offense uh, kind of t- tailors to that, uh, essentially having an out every single time around the, the lineup, um, at least early in the game before you can pinch hit. Um, it's going to change the perspective. I think you're going to see a little bit lower scoring games when you get out to, uh, to L.A. Um, in general, even though we're going to be seeing the 3-4, uh, pitchers out there in the first few games, I think you, you're going to see lower scoring games in general in LA. I do agree. Yeah. I think if the Dodgers are going to win this series, they have to do it in the first five games. I think if it gets back to Boston, it's not going to swing in their favor. Not to say that it can't be done, um, but they're they're pretty much going to have to have a three two lead if they go back to Boston at all. Um, I, I just don't see the Red Sox losing in the last two games at home. So I think the really the, the, the main the, the big focus point for the games will be games probably three and four. Um, the winner of those two games are you know if they split, it'll make the series really good. Um, but those are going to be the big deciding factors because if a team's down three one, it's uh, you know either way, if you're down three one, it's not looking pretty to come back. Exactly. But I mean, you also have to think, I mean, you got Kershaw sitting back there. And I mean, mm-hmm. if there's one guy in, in this series that I, I, I trust in more than anybody else on the mound, it's going to be Kershaw. Right. I mean, and, well, with that being it, said, if, if, if they're down three, one, he's got to throw game five and he's not going to be, he might be back for a bullpen appearance if they can stretch oh, one, it to seven. One thousand percent. You know, that's going to happen. I mean, it always happens with your guy that, you know, whoever your pitcher is, I mean, look at what mad bum did. When was that? 20, what was that? Was that, that was sixteen. Uh, was that sixteen or was, it was that either, it was a, maybe it was fourteen? 15. It was fifteen. I think it was fifteen. It's the the Giants are always the even years. So it was sixteen. Yeah, that's then. right. So it was sixteen, 16. or maybe it was fourteen. I don't. It was know. either fourteen or sixteen. But, but yeah, he had. But like you remember when he came in? Thirty-five I mean, he, innings. I mean, it was unreal. He came back in um, in that postseason. I think he had like three innings of relief to shut down a game. He did. You know, after throwing the day before, it's like whoa. You know, so Kershaw has that mentality, and I think he's you know he's their workhorse. So I think it won't be a problem for him to do things like that. Um, obviously, you know, Boston's been using Parcello in the pen. Um, we saw Sale come out of the pen a few times. So, obviously, the managers aren't going to be scared to do that. It's it's win or go home. It's do whatever it takes now. So, um, man, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Yeah, I, I, I trust I trust LA's pitching staff completely more than Boston. Oh, way more. I mean, starting 100%. pitching and and bullpen. So, I mean. Is it is it gonna be is the offense gonna outshine the uh, the pitching or is the pitching gonna outshine the offense? Because um, I mean I just I don't fully trust anybody on uh, any of the starters for Boston. Um, I mean Chris Sale still recovering from his uh, his uh, belly ring his problem, belly button piercing, yeah. his HGH freak, <laughs> and uh, and David Price uh, finally won his game, so he got I mean he got that monkey off his back, but I mean still he's. I mean, one and nine in it, the postseason. It's, it's always in the postseason. It seems like it is harder 
to hit than pitch. Uh, that's just my opinion, and it just seems like people tend to struggle at the plate more because pitchers, they're just in like a swing-first mentality. You have that, you know, I have to make something happen, and that's why you see so many guys chase, and that's really the result of the lower-scoring games, and it is a pitcher's duel, and as we've seen, the the pitchers for the Dodgers look better um, as far as, you know, but I don't know. I, to me, the teams match up really well. They really do. They do. And another really interesting thing about the Dodgers is, I mean, they are a, a very patient team at the plate. They uh, they yeah. walk a lot. I think they led the National League in walks this year, um, which, I mean, you can see with some of the guys that they have in there, Justin Turner's and Machado the second half of the year. They, you know, those guys draw a lot of walks. But um, you've got, like, Max Muncy. Um, I mean, the guy hits a home run or walks or strikes out in pretty much every at-bat. So um, you're going to see a lot of guys on base if Boston can't find the strike zone. Um, uh, a lot of deep counts. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with you. All right, so let's start to wrap things up. Khalil, we got four to seven games coming up. Who is your winner, your MVP, and in how many games? All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with LA. Um, I was leaning toward Boston really all year, um, but I just think. I think the Dodgers have too much right now. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win the game, or they're gonna. Sorry, they're gonna win the series in six games. Um, I think they're gonna take. And actually, let's go. I'm gonna go five games. I think they're gonna take one of the games here in Boston. Um, and I think once you get to LA, um, dude, I think if they have a chance, you know, to win, what would that be? Game five mm-hmm. with Kershaw on the mound. I think if they have a chance, I think Dave Roberts is definitely gonna do it. Um, I think, again, I think this is going to come down to pitching. So my MVP, you know, is going to be Clayton Kershaw. I think he's going to end up throwing probably three games a series. So, or, you know, uh, two games, you know, one two game games in a relief appearance. Yeah, something like that. So um, that's going to be my MVP. I'm going to take LA in five. I just think, man, with these two ballparks, um, it's going to be very live, yes. But the ball flies, flies out of L.A., um, and the ball can jump out of Boston as well. So, and then lastly for me, it's going to be you know you know we're looking at matchups. So you you know you mentioned earlier, Dave, you know David Freeze is starting you know at, at first base and hitting three hole. Well, guess what? You know you got Cody Bellinger on the bench as a matchups guy. You got fucking Max Muncie on the bench as well as a matchups guy. I mean, two big left-handed bats against a Boston bullpen that's really hasn't been that great this postseason. Um, I think that matches up very good for them. Um, and quite frankly, um, I, I, I wanted the Red Sox to beat, you know, the Yankees, obviously, but I could give a damn if they win the World Series. Um, so I, I'm going L.A. in five with my MVP and Clayton Kershaw. Rollin? I'm going to go L.A. in seven. Um, I think Kershaw starts uh, one, five, and seven. Um, I think they get the win in, in seven in Boston. Um, I mean, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough series. I mean, I was looking at – uh, Boston's interleague play this year. They were 13 and three in interleague play. Um, that's really good. Um, and they played the East. And the East was a pretty. And they played the NL East, so they, that's a pretty good um, division. Uh, and to go 13 and three against National League teams, half of those being in a uh, in uh, National League ballparks, they they showed that they can win on the road in National League ballparks. Um, I think they may steal one in LA, um, but I, I think it's going to be uh, Dodgers in seven. And uh, MVP, uh, I'm also going to go Clayton Kershaw. I like the pick uh, with Kershaw. Um, 
I'll make that unanimous across the board because, uh, again, he's going to be the focal point of this series. He's definitely going to throw in a minimum of two games, most likely three. If he goes like, if the series goes seven, he'll go like one four seven, um, and he might even pitch in relief. It, again, it's you know, it's hard to guess because you don't know how the series is going to turn out. But you know, I'm I'm on the borderline. I'm definitely going to say Dodgers. I can't even begin to pick Red Sox, even though I've said that the winner was going to come from the AL, yeah, pretty much is, all season. This is what fires me up. I yeah, can't wait to hear this. Yeah, so. I'm just going to take the Dodgers and hmm, I'll say six. I think that they'll split in Boston, um, and then they'll go 2-1. So the Dodgers will take two at home, and then we'll have to see Kershaw in game six to close out the series because I think if the series goes seven, the Dodgers lose. So I th- I'm going to take Dodgers in six, but hopefully they can close it out in five because if they don't get a good outing out of Kershaw in Boston for game six – the series is over. So we all so we all just went LA. Yep. And we all went Clayton Kershaw's MVP. Yep, and we went five, six, five, and seven, six, and seven in game. Seven in game. Yeah. yeah, so since we're unanimous across the board saying Kershaw, let's take Kershaw out of it. Give me <laughs> your second MVP. Like who who's the sleeper pick for MVP? Uh, Kenley uh, Jansen. Kenley. I think he closes all I five, I mean six, seven, I don't eight. think he'll be the MVP, but I think he gets four saves. Yeah, I think I mean, mine's I'm gonna, gonna be Puig. Puig, <laughs> I like that pick. <laughs> mine's gonna be Puig. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't have any. I don't have any fucking reasoning behind it to be honest with you. Um, just like like, like I Puig. just I just think that honestly his energy and the passion that he plays plays with sometimes yes it could be too much, um, but I think but sometimes too much is enough. Series. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna have a hell of a series. I mean, I'll take the uh, future Yankee and Manny Machado. Yeah, I was waiting yeah, for okay. that reaction. Um, I, I just think that, you know, the stigma has been around Manny the last week and a half, really. Um, he's becoming the villain that everybody, everybody's getting on board with um, in some of his dirty plays, but it's not like it's anything new. We saw him throw the bat at Donaldson a couple years ago. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's nothing new for this guy. He doesn't think it's dirty play. You know, people that play baseball know that it is. That's why he's not really, like, up front denying it. Um, he's not a hustle guy, though. No, not a hustle right. guy. Uh, but, you know, he's got he's obviously got the talent. He's one of the better shortstop slash third baseman in all of baseball. It doesn't matter what's, what position he's playing, he's going to do it. And offensively, he's a superstar as well. So I think he busts out, has a big series, and really plays into that villain and gives the Red Sox somebody to hate, and then it'll make the Yankees want him even more. But that's it's, it. You're you're ridiculous. Yeah, that was all over the place, so. and, I, and I kind of love it. What kind of take was that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what kind of take what is that? You, I mean, so do you do yeah, what, want what, – What part of it breaks down? You No, I'm just trying to figure out because I got lost a little bit. So you do want Machado with the Yankees, but he's a villain, so you think that – He's a villain to the Red Sox specifically. Okay. He hasn't played the Red Sox yet. No, you're talking right, about right, when he but, was with Baltimore. You're talking about now, like he's going to be the villain for the Red. No, Sox. I'm saying, I'm saying he has a big series. The Red Sox hate him, and then it's just like, oh, what a perfect puzzle piece for the Yankees with Didi out next year. Wait, Didi's out next year? I know he's yeah, he got yeah, Tommy he got, John. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's so, okay. All right. 
the Yankees have been working for like six years to get under the luxury tax. They finally under it. They've got like eighty million or something that they can give away just in player contracts next year. I think he's the big free agent pickup that they make because Har- it's not going to be Harper. Mm-mm. No. I think Har- Harper's either going to be a National or a Cub. I think he's going to be a Cub. Don't sleep so, on the Phillies. I, yeah, I mean they have the money to spend, but do you think Harper or Machado is willingly going to go to Philly? I think Harper would. I don't think Machado would. I don't, I don't yeah, think I don't, Machado That's would. not a market for Machado at all. I can, I can see Harper, I guess. I think that. we should have another podcast about we will. meetings. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into it, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do that a, later. Yeah, come but later, that was so. just me kind of verifying my point that I think Machado will be a Yankee. Yeah, right. yeah I have to bring the Yankees in it somehow. Well, yeah. Well, can you can you verify can you verify another point for me? What is that? The whole Nathan Avaldi deal. Can you verify a point for me? Don't make me go back and replay the recording of what you said that you would he, say mm-hmm. if he shut down the fucking Yankees. Don't make me go back and play it. Over. He had he he was a good pitcher for that game. Uh, <laughs> no, I need no. That's not what I want to hear. Do I need to I'm go back? Gonna, and replay I'm not going to lie recording? to people and tell them that. that he's Do I need to pitcher. go back and replay the recording? Yeah. You want me to? He go actually back? he pitched in yep. two games actually, and he pitched he really well. He pitched games. very well. He did. I I'm not yeah. going to. I will not deny that. You're going to make me go search for the recording. I will. Yes, I will. Your league pitcher. I hope it's gonna, he runs. It's gonna be. It's gonna be awkward when they win tonight. And, I hope and he runs he, out there and goes yeah. seven shutout the, innings. Against you, against if he go, if he goes seven shutout innings, then I'll come back on and say you guys were right. He's a good pitcher. If that's what you want to hear, but it's not gonna happen. Okay, that's what I'd love oh. to hear. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 if, 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 if he has the win next to his name after this game, you need to come back on it and be like, okay, that was wrong. Okay. Yeah. That's fine, but it's not gonna happen. Okay. Avaldi is not gonna go into New York. And beat the New York Yankees against Luis Severino, unless Severino shits his pants. Severino's in going inning. three innings tonight. Okay. Three innings. Four earned okay. runs. That's fine. Heard it here first. Because he's proven over his career that he has not been a good pitcher. He's been great this postseason. <laughs> Do you have? Sure. Is, is it close? Do you have it, or are we gonna wrap this up? Yeah, go ahead and wrap it up. Okay. So, you guys have heard our vantage point on all of them. Uh, We have all taken the Dodgers and Kershaw as the MVP. We will be back with another episode. What's today? Tuesday. Are we going to do another one before the World Series ends, you guys think? Yes, no, maybe? Depends on how long the World Series goes. If it goes four games, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. By uh, by probably not. I mean, definitely not. We'll do a post. We'll we'll see how many games and and what the series is looking like. Maybe get another one out before the uh, before the end of the World Series. If not, we'll do a, a World Series wrap up and and kind of moving into the uh, off season and some of the accusation or acquisitions and free agency and and some of the moves we think will happen. But for that, I don't have anything else, fellas. Anything else you want to add on? No, man. I'm good. I. Uh... Ready to get ready to uh, watch this game here and yeah. Um, yeah, man, just watch some good baseball for the next few days, next week or so. Well, that's it. Appreciate you guys for listening and uh, go Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I do whatever I want, whenever I want, I love it People keep talking, I just keep winning, I'm just like fuck it They talking reckless, I don't believe them, I think they bluffing They just be talking, they just want clout, I'm just so popping, I'm just like fuck it 
everybody trying to get a rise out of me. Escrow's trying to get a high of me. I don't talk bad unless you're worthy. Hanging plaques up like jerseys. 25 acts relies on me. My family relies on me. Three five stars at my home, though. Walk around in slippers and robes, though. They ain't a pole in the cold. The industry full of some hoes. They letting like anything go. People are shady as fuck. I keep to myself, but I feel the energy, though. None of these people are friends with me, though. I don't put anything past them. I don't see none of y'all next to me, though. I think they mad that I passed them. I do whatever I want, whenever I want. I love it. People keep talking. I just keep winning. I'm just like, fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it. They talking reckless, I don't believe them, I think they bluffing They just be talking, they just want clout, I'm just so vibing, I'm just like fuck it yeah, yeah. I do whatever I want, whenever I want, I love it People keep talking, I just keep winning, I'm just like fuck it They talking reckless, I don't believe them, I think they bluffing They just be talking, they just want clout, I'm just so vibing, I'm just like fuck it yeah. I've been going hard on my Kobe number 8 shit Of are gonna hate, but I signed up for Greatness that comes with the territory, ain't no way around it. I know that I've been way up in the hills, reflecting. I cannot go back. Beverly Hills, skyline view. Yeah. I move small, got a high IQ. Right next to me, where you find my crew. Yeah. All of them fight, bitch. I fight too. Yeah. Highlight moves every time I play. Get what I want every time I pray. Yeah. I be doing good, but they don't want to talk about it. If you really got a gripe with my life, I say, I do whatever I want, whenever I want. I love it. People keep talking, I just keep winning. I'm just like, fuck it. Fuck it. They talking reckless, I don't believe them, I think they bluffing They just be talking, they just want clout, I'm just so vibing, I'm just like fuck it yeah, yeah. I do whatever I want, whenever I want, I love it People keep talking, I just keep winning, I'm just like fuck it They talking reckless, I don't believe them, I think they bluffing They just be talking, they just want clout, I'm just so vibing, I'm just like fuck it yeah.